Greetings, I'm Queen Be Divine, blase, blase. This is the Cure is Conversation, blase, blase. I do hope you are having a great day, blase, blase. Cause this is the Cure is a Conversation, and listen to what we have to say. So sit back and listen to the guest, Blase Blase, as they share their story and insights, Blase Blase. I hope that it will help you find your own light, Blase Blase, cause the cure is a conversation, Blase Blase. So sit back. And relax and listen. Blase, blase. Greetings, greetings, greetings. I'm Queen B. Divine, and this is The Cure is a Conversation. And like what I always say is, blase, blase, tell your story. Yes, yes, yes. And I've got a beautiful light reflection right in front of me who is eager to tell her story. She's got her journey and she's taken some time out to be with us, the Cure is Conversation audience, to share her journey. So we're going to let her introduce herself and then we're going to get right into the conversation. All right, go ahead, my sister, go ahead. Hey, everybody, I am Sequoia Blue. And uh, basically, I'm a multidisciplinary, I guess you could say, entrepreneur. Um, I'm in tech. I, I'm also a singer-songwriter. And I'm an entrepreneur, and I have own card game and um, some, some some cool mobile game apps. So I'm just kind of like a renaissance woman. And uh... I love that renaissance. Excuse me. Um, so... What I like to start off every conversation with is, you know, because I want, I love the feeling and I miss that feeling because COVID made us forget what it was like just to go down the street and say, hey, I love your vibe. What's up? You know, and just talk. So please tell us what is, is it like Sequoia, correct? Yep. You said it perfect. All right, Sequoia. What? is it like in the day of the life of Sequoia? You get up in the morning and you'd go, okay, what is it like? Explain to our, our listening audience. This is a Cure is Conversation and you're listening to Queen Be Divine and Sequoia B, abstract soul singer, entrepreneur, and author. Oh man, that's a good question. Well, you know what? I have a, a kind of an unorthodox day in a way. Well, kind of normal as far as the nine to five goes. So I'm basically, I'm in tech, I'm an application engineer and I work for Della Boy. So in the morning, I'm up at six, you know, 6.30 latest. And I'm just working all day. And then after I get off, it's podcast time. So I'm either interviewing someone or someone's interviewing me. And then, and then I do my marketing, so I'm marketing my businesses, so I'm doing these, I'm creating canvas, creating artwork, editing videos, trying to get, you know, people to know about what I'm doing and creating brand awareness, and then I'm writing music so I can prepare to record songs to hopefully get into movies, TV shows, and stuff like that, so, and I, I kind of space things out, so it might be Fridays, okay, music day, and then I do this, and then I have time to, you know, I believe self-care is important, having time to yourself to so after I do my little, if I don't get to do it at work, because sometimes I get to do it at work, like mm-hmm. if it's not because I work from home, so it's not too busy, I can do it at home. 
But if it is a busy day like it was today, then I'll go ahead and do it afterward. You know, and, uh, start doing my canvas and, and start doing my promotions. But after I do that, it's relaxed time. It's time for Sequoia to have her movie, her TV time where she can think. Because I don't believe in, hey, keep going, you know, and don't, and don't have no time to yourself because it just doesn't work that way. You have to have time to, and whatever that is for you, that person might say, I might want to walk in the park or something. And mine is, I want to watch a good movie, glass of wine. Ooh! <laughs> What's your favorite type of wine? What do you, what, what you be like, white, red? What do what you like, oh, Chardonnay? <laughs> wine kind of I like Moscato, I like Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, uh, I like the Snoop Dogg, the Snoop Dogg wine, what? I forgot what that one's called, uh, Damn. but it's good. <laughs> oh yeah, it's good, it's wine, it's good. <laughs> you know, some people be like, I don't like sour wine, I just want the sweet wine. Right, I'll right. It, I'll take it all, you know. There are some wines that have distinct taste and some wines are better than others, but I don't think it matters if it's sweet or not. Oh, uh, okay, you see, you know, I love that. You know, I I I I I, I love I love a good smoke every so often. You know what I'm saying? You said it's what I do. I ain't gonna lie to you, y'all. This is what I do. Um, you know, I sit back and you know, if I have to choose a drink of choice, I'm a kind. You know, I don't want I, I don't like to say the word ghetto girl, but I'm like honestly, I'm a ghetto girl. I like a tall can and a slip. <laughs> one of the short cans if I'm gonna be- veg out and relax I want a tall can so double the can oh. just chilling you know what I'm saying hey, hey, <laughs> so yeah that's, that's <laughs> I like to relax I don't I, I like to relax but I love how you really define the difference when I'm working I'm working and when it's time to relax it's time to relax so, are you are you part of the, the 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 class of play hard, you know, and play? I'm sorry, pl- work hard, play play hard. You know what I'm saying? You know, like uh, yeah, I think so because I believe. Okay, if I did my work and I did my promotion for that day, right. and I did my part because you can't do everything that right. you really want to do all the time. Right. But the, the the stuff that I can do after I felt like I did it, then I'm like, yo, I can chill it. I watched my movie. I did my part. I did what I had to do, right? And and I spread out my best is right, motivating somebody or whatever. And if I felt like I did that for the day, then I feel okay to say, okay, I can play harder now. I already worked hard. Right. Play. Go ahead, make a time watching movies stuff because I don't believe these videos keep telling people you can't do anything, you can't watch Netflix, and you can. It's just when you do it, mm. it's just as long as you get your work done. Right. And, yeah, I love that. You know, me being a whole extreme multitasker, I can. You know, some people can watch TV and still be creative. Canvas because it doesn't take much thinking to create like you know uh, blogs or certain things that you want to create right. little pictures quotes on it. I mean, doesn't take much thinking. So that's stuff you can do while you're watching the TV show if you want. But I think that it's, it, once it's your time to chill, chill because you did the work. You did the work. I, you know, I love that. You know, I, I love that uh, that 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 train of thought because it's almost it to me it feels like I'm giving myself dessert. You know, I work myself and I said, okay, and I sit down. So if I'm going to have uh, a glass of wine or a tall can or chill outside, I've earned it. I'm not just sitting around going, okay, it's my fourth tall can and I haven't done anything. (laughs) 
This is the Cure is Conversation, and you're listening to Queen Be Divine and Sequoia B, abstract soul singer, entrepreneur, and author. together am i correct that's that's the yeah, idea so i want to i want to bring people together because like you said when it comes to communication even though it's a dating uh card game it, it's still a normal question right. anybody can ask but it is for people that are trying to get into a serious relationship or that's in a serious relationship right. and it's just the way people communicate better because you like you said communication is a little bit more right and it's been like that for a while before yeah way before so, yeah I was like, I want to figure out 150 questions where we can get into the meat and potatoes of who a person is right. before you get so involved with that person. And when I, I launched this card game a few months ago, and it's been getting a lot of, you know, attention because and because people are trying to find a way to, you know, uh, I guess have a starter conversation or what to say, what to ask. Right. And then some people might not be comfortable asking the hard questions. So right, I right. the hard questions for you. So all you got to do is blame it on the card game. <laughs> The card asked if you got an STD. The card asked if, you know, you believe in God or not. That was the card. It was me. I might is it safe to assume that you've had um, maybe not difficulty, but you found dating challenging, so you found to fill a void? Yes. You know, you so, fill the void? Yeah, because six years ago, I got a really bad relationship. And um, also, I noticed the pattern in my twenties where I just really didn't get to—I didn't really know the person. Like, right. I didn't really ask the right questions. So after that last bad relationship six years ago, I said, "I gotta be gotta be a way to vet people better. Like, you know, just a better way, just so I can remember all what I want to know and make sure I'm not making a bad decision. Because even though it's not going to say any of these questions, but it can—it's can, like a preliminary for you. Right. So. When I came up with this idea three years ago, I started asking men and women, what do you want? What question, what do you want? What do you want a man? Like, I started asking questions. People told me what they would like to, to know. Right. And so I thought of questions of my own that I want to know. And I thought of questions that men want to know. And I added it to this game. Wow. And it's it's really crazy. Because now I want to do a part two. Because there's four questions now. That, that is yeah, really... That's really great because, you know, I, and I thank you for sharing that because I, I tell you, um, um, when I was dating, I couldn't use the card game. <laughs> I couldn't use the card game because, you know, there's so much anxiety about, okay, this and that. And this way you turn it into a game and you don't have to necessarily react. You can just go, oh, so you ain't believing in that. Okay. Uh, and you know what I mean? <laughs> you can just brush it off and go, all right, okay, okay, without getting too deep into a relationship. How did that affect your mental health when you went on a date and it was just like, what is happening? Why is this not working? It was tough, especially before I created a card game. Like, mm. It was just like, man, this person's not compatible with me. They could be a great person, right? No problem. 
but not my person. That's the one for me to date. And I realized I didn't ask the right, I didn't even ask what I need to ask him to see if we're compatible in the first place, you know, to even go further. So, and you know, I've been single for six years, so I've only been dating, and I haven't been dating in the last year or so. so. But the few days that I did go on that have been spread out over six years, it's, it's, it's just been like kind of annoying in the beginning because it's kind of like I'm meeting people that weren't actually supposed to be compatible with. Right. But I got better because I matured from the last relationship, you know, you know, because I learned a lot, but I still wasn't finding my person and I still wasn't asking the right questions. So now, since I've had the car game, it's been better. I've been able to eliminate somebody on the first date. Wow. And not, you know, not be rude with them because they're great people, but I'll be like, that's not my person. That's because I, you answer, and they want to answer questions that men naturally like games. Right. Men will answer too if they, you know, they'll, they'll do it too, but men love games. So the last two guys I did, they answered all the questions and I learned a lot about them and it just told me a lot. <laughs> Wow, you see, I, I like that. I like, you know, I really like that idea. Anything that would help, um, help another person migrate to the dating world and kind of, you know, excuse my French, get to the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it, you know, people are not terrible. You know, we all have our ups and downs, but some some of us are not compatible, and we need to own that. You don't have to. Yeah, you gotta own it. Not every, not everybody gonna like you, and you ain't gonna like everybody. And this yes. cuts to two. You know that cuts to the thing because I know. It, go ahead. No, I'm gonna finish what you're gonna say. I, and it really helps you to just go, okay, this, this is, this is what we're working with, and not to forget the important questions because nothing worse than getting on the eighth date and realize I really devote my life to such and such. You're like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's me. He, yep. don't, he don't believe in that stuff. So, right. and he was a nice guy. He took me out. He paid for meals. And I said, and he was fine. Right. But I said, you know what? He's not. Yeah. Like, we're not compatible. Yeah, he's not. You know, and that's and I think that's part of good mental health, knowing what you want and getting to the point of this is not what I want. Has nothing to do with you. It's just I know myself well enough to know that this is going to be problems down the road. You know what I mean?
pause for the cause. This is the moment where we give thanks to the guest for sharing their story, journey, and insight. A moment where you can grab a piece of paper and a pencil and jot down any information that resonates with you. As well, don't forget to grab a glass of water, juice, or liquid to continue the flow of positivity within your body. Please, also check your surroundings, because mental health means to take care of you. So, continue to sit back and listen to the guests that are sharing their information and insights. Thank you. Unpause for the cause. This is a Cure is Conversation, and you're listening to Queen Be Divine and Sequoia B, abstract soul singer, entrepreneur, and author. That, that's how it worked out. It was, it was, you know, uh, and I went through a lot of, no diss in the past, but I've met a lot of people. I'm like, what was I thinking? Because I was trying to please them, and I didn't know myself well enough to know that I don't like this. And I wanted to be like, okay. And I'm, I'm all, you know, I really love how you, you put that out there. I'm all about spirit. I'm a spiritual person, alchemist. I, I love, you know, I, I haven't, you know, I grew up Catholic, but as soon as I got my wings and I started fly, I flew the other way. No disrespect. <laughs> but I just. Canada for a while ended up in group homes and really had to find my way and I, I went away not you know I'm always black I will always be black no matter where I go where I go but when I went into the group homes I was in an inundated with a lot of white people right so I I, I I it was like I went from one culture into the next and I and I stayed in group homes until I was um from 14 to like 22. I got my, you know, th- yeah, 14 to 22 and I, and I ended up being on my own, but I remember coming out and going, I had to find myself. And that was a transition that I had problems with. Cause I'm like, what does it mean to be me? What does it mean to be a black woman? What does it mean? So, you know, in that mess, I did find a lot of really odd things that men thought about black women. And I'm like, I don't know where you're getting that information from, but that's great. I'm good. <laughs> we gotta do a talk about that one day because it is fascinating. If you look, if you go on YouTube, there's so many podcasters that's just harping beating on black women. Yeah, and it's it's almost like, well, did you not talk to us and ask us our journey, or it's like you don't even care. Yeah. You know, you're just looking at one lady that may have did something, right? Crazy, but don't talk to all of them. We're not a monolith. These black women, right. different things. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. We go through, and it's very, you know, and we all are unique, but yes, we are all united. We got the blood, we, you know, we cry, you know, all that stuff. 
but our, our journeys are very individual, but they, 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 they do mesh when I see someone who reflects a, a me and my, whether, whether it be skin color or in energy or, or career, I connect because that's what I connect with. Right. I see you and I'm like, okay, I, I, I see. So what, what I, what I like, you said, you said you were a singer as well. You are like many things. I love it. I love it because you got, you validate my journey because I'm not only podcasting, I sing as well. I I um I haven't created any any games or apps or anything like that, but I'm making my way to the social media. So how did you connect to um how did you become such a versatile woman? And how did you not fall into the the, the pinhole of no, you can only do this. This is what you got to do. You got a good old question. <laughs> Ready? Okay, so what happened was right. when I was 12 years old, right. I was uh, first of all, I thought I'd be a basketball player. Right. That didn't happen because I realized I wasn't tall as I thought, and I just wasn't, that wasn't my passion. And so I started getting into music. I was in the YMCA because my mom had to work a lot. She's in nursing school, and right. she, couldn't, she had me in the YMCA. And there was this one counselor who always sang melodies from heaven, all types of songs. And I just started. And, I just started singing, you know, I started talking what he was singing, and then I started learning Kelly Price and, uh, and D'Angelo, because I love the animal back then. I like it, yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Jiggle the bar, started learning all these songs, and then I started singing them, everybody used to pay attention to me, because I was kind of a socially awkward girl, but when I sung, people liked me, I said, okay, right. well, I'm just going to keep singing, they'll like me, right. and, then, um, and then I said, okay, I'm not really good at school that much. And so I said, I guess I'll be a singer then, because I'm not that good at basketball either. I'm shorter than I thought, and I'm just not a basketball player. So um, all I was focusing on was music, age, singing, free music from 12 to 25. Right. Because I said, that's all I can do. And then when I realized the game of the music industry and how it really worked, I started seeing things, because people that had more money than me at the time, that was 18, 19, they had access to get to the studio that I, I just didn't have access to. And I would watch the shit they would go through. Right. Like with labels, and I would go with them, especially at the time as Guy dated. And so I was 20 years old, and I remember going to, I'm not gonna say the name, but it was a major company like right. Dylan Interscope, and I'm gonna say Guy dated. But he basically um, listened to my, my boyfriend's music at the time, and the guy could rap, he was good. I sung, that, I sung the chorus vocal for him, and I remember them saying that at the time Soldier Boy just came out, the rapper Soldier Boy. Right, right. And they said, You're a better rapper than Soldier Boy, but. You don't, you don't have many followers of him, so we're not going to sign you. Like we're not going to. And I said, oh, so this is not about talent. So I learned because I thought it was about talent. So it didn't matter that he was the better rapper because they called him like a, a Nas type or right. like, was it common. They called him a common Nas. Yeah. So I said, well, okay, well he's better than Soulja Boy. Nope. Soulja Boy had a bigger following. They signed him first. They said this this game ain't about your talent. It's about your this like what you your business so that's what I learned right then and there that it was a game and then there was some other things that happened after that where I felt like well I don't want to get signed and be in this big house right. and then I'm not saying that I'm not being who I am they already blackball me because they will blackball you you can't go in and say okay I'm gonna sing the way you want and then you turn on them you can get blackballed yep. people don't know that yep. Yep. so I just <clears throat> I didn't do it I dealt with some bad contracts I tried to take most of my publishing I didn't sign it so I dealt with a lot and at that point, I said, you know what? I want to be my own boss. I want to run my own music. So what do I got to do? So I said, music wasn't making me enough money for me to just be like, and I was tired of working crazy jobs. 
I went on the cruise ship to sing. I didn't like singing covers all the time. Plus, the boat was, it felt like a prison to be on the boat. Mm-hmm. Being there past two weeks, is like, okay, time to get off. So, I realized the boat wasn't for me at 24. Right. So, at that point, I said, I got to get bread. So, then I got in. One day, I was, I think on 26, 27, I was online, and I saw a tech program. I yeah. said, you know what? I've always been good computers. I don't know what this tech program is, because I did not know. There were so many levels to tech. I didn't know. <laughs> Man, I went on there and took that course, and people were telling me, don't do that. Focus on music. Focus on one thing. But none of it was paying for my studio time. Right. None of it was paying for my outfit. None of it was paying for my marketing. No one was helping me. So I said, you know what? You can tell me folks on one thing all day, but I'm not making any money, and I want to live a good lifestyle. Right. So I went on ahead and got the tech, and that's when things took off as far as with finances. Because once I got the certification, despite not listening to the naysayers, I didn't listen to the naysayers, because everybody was like, what makes you think you're going to pass that? You never, you know, you don't have a degree in tech. You don't. You know, you're a singer. Right. And I just studied my ass off. That's all I did. I went and studied my butt off and I passed the test. And after that, when I got the tech, it was like I was able to afford to buy my own recording studio. So at that point, now I have my, I was able to get my own recording studio. It took a while, though, because I had to figure out what I needed. And it took, it took a few years. And now I have a real studio now, like a small studio for, you know. Because you don't need the big studios no more like back in the day. No. <laughs> no, you don't. The mic is a strong software. <laughs> Right. Which system Which system? do you use for recording? Uh, GarageBand for now, because I'm still teaching myself audio engineering. Right. So I only know, I know how to record it, I know how to do a little bit of mixing, and then yeah. I send it to audio engineer. Right. Um, to, to just make sure it's better, the best, right. until I learn how to be better, you know, at that. No, I, I feel you. I think right now I have an Ableton, um, Ableton is where I do my recording. Oh. Yeah. I heard that was good too. Yeah, it's some good. It, it really, really gets you. You know, I've been losing that, using that for a couple of years now, and it really, you know, I can adjust and for my level, and I do that. And if you know, it, it works for me. So I'm just putting that out there just in case. You know, I got my mic, I got my headsets, I do my thing. I got my little closet in the back of my room. <laughs> Wow, that's you're that's that you're yeah. you're you're blessed. And- now a word from our sponsor. Are you a lost traveler? Of course you are. We all are. Whether we're traveling the landscapes of our own imaginations or the globe itself, each of us is looking for answers or perhaps new questions. Join me, your host, Henry Cameron Allen, on the adventure of a lifetime, where we'll talk about developing skills for a new day. We are all pioneers now. Each of us a teacher, each of us a student. Let's talk about it on The Lost Traveler. This is The Cure Is Conversation, and you're listening to Queen Be Divine and Sequoia B, abstract soul singer, entrepreneur, and author. And, you know, because a lot of people don't have the freedom, the mindset to know that naysayers, I like how you say that, naysayers, I got other names for them. I got other names, but naysayers can work for me. There's so many naysayers out here, and the thing is, once people learn, there's no rules to this. Right. Like, you can't tell me tomorrow 
hey, Sequoia, I want to do two, three businesses at the same time. I can't tell you you can't win because I don't know because it's a spiritual thing. It's more than now. If you're just doing something for money, then that's different. But if you're doing something because it comes from the spirit and it just so happened to be three days, and we only got one life anyway, just do it. Just do it. I love how you yeah. say that. Yeah. That I love how you say that. Yeah, I don't believe in a focus on one thing all the time. It works. With, I think it's good for some people, but for some people that are multitaskers and can handle it. Yes. I think it's okay because one thing is feeding the other thing. Because if I had not taken that sex education, I don't know. I I don't know where I would be. You know, I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't be here. You know. Wow. You see, and, and I love that you're very one of the very few people who. I mean, I'm seeing more on social media now. People have titles. You know, podcaster, singer, creator. I'm a content creator as well. I do, I do the interviews. I'm getting on the the other side of being a guest because I'm, I'm I love talking. I'm thinking this is gonna be fun if I'm gonna be a guest. So I'm, I'm I'm doing the transition as well. I have my own website, and so I just started that like maybe a year ago, and it's it's going exactly how I want it. I'm getting my name out there because that's who I am, I'm an energy woman. I. I, I, I bring energy to conversations because I really believe that conversations heal because it saved my life. Um, when, when I was on the streets and living and not knowing what I was doing, all I had to do was start a conversation with somebody and go, hello, hi, I need help. And before you know it, life took off. So I, it, 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 it came with me. And, and, and this is why I came up with the curious the conversation. Blase, blase, tell your story. It's so important. You know, you you know, spirituality has been such a cornerstone of my life, um, and no disrespect to any religioning your thoughts, religioning your mind. Um, I I really took on to looking into myself as looking at as the God within, right? Why can't I talk to God? Why do I have to have a go between? I get it, but that ain't me, right? It's not me. So, so how was it hard for you to sort of take step away from your, 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 your religion, the the idea of what your parents wanted as religion? Was it hard to say, Hey, guess what? I'm going to be spiritual, ma. (laughs) Well, you know what? It's crazy because my mom and stepdad weren't really traditional. My mom's like, my mom's kind of young minded, you know, in a way where she's open minded. And she also kind of can understand the the change in the, in the younger generation so for her she was like okay I figure out what she needs to do but my mom never went to church like that when she was a little girl she was forced to go to the church but right. when she grew up she didn't go right. so it was kind of like okay she, she was just like cool you know now my stepdad he was cool about it too he's like whatever because he didn't go to church either but he believed in God you know and my mom believed in God but they weren't like super religious people which I was blessed to have so yeah. if I said anything I didn't go in detail with some of the stuff I learned about, you know, right. uh, I guess you could say alchemy and right. spirituality. But I did tell my mom a few things. She learned some things from me, and, you know, and that was cool. So, uh, but on my other side of family, right. uh, now they, I started coming out and saying, hey, I'm, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. And I say it, and I'll tell them what I mean, and they just don't, they just don't say anything. Now, I don't know if they say anything behind my back, but... <laughs> We're good. You know what? I love your Sequoia. I love your energy. I, I totally do. There are very, there are so, there are so many people you can talk to, but there are certain people that when you meet, you're like, man, we've been talking for years. You know what I mean? And you, and you, and you have that vibe. And people, I know people will love to continue a conversation with you and ask questions. How do you become an entrepreneur? How do you create something when you see a void that needs to be filled? 
how do you become a singer? Where can people connect with you and find you on the social media? Well, actually, yeah, they can go to um, I am Sequoia Blue. You know, that's my Instagram. Or you can just go to SequoiaBlue.com, which is the easiest okay. to get to me. Because then all my socials are on there, information about me. And, um, you know, I might start doing coaching for singers because I, I want to start with singing for entrepreneurship because it's, it's, I feel like as artists, it's more of a, I don't know what it is about art history, but it feels like we're more shunned, like the black sheep. So yeah. I really want to teach them digital marketing and teach them, give confidence to know that they don't have to be someone else to do music. They can be themselves. They just got to learn the business. The business right. comes first before your talent. Right. You confidence. You got to right. have confidence. Uh, That's, so, yes. I agree. Got to have confidence. Um, that was one of that was one of the things that I when I when I went to the group homes, I saw how when I went in, I was hunched back over, and as years went on, I would stand up, and and it, it was a growth thing. So you know, I you know, if you are listening right now, you are one of our very lucky people because there are a lot of young people, older people who want to get into social media, but they don't. They think they only have to do one thing. Sequoia tells you, ah, 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 ah. we are super human. Hey, I was just wondering if you were interested in learning more mental health tips to helping you become the best version of who you want to be, to encourage you that change can happen anytime and it doesn't always have to be negative. Do you want to learn from people just like you who've had stories and situations that they have overcome and still are going on the journey. Well, The Cure is a conversation, has guests just like that, who share their story to inspire you to continue the journey to be the best version of you. So why don't you join me and become a monthly subscriber? And you will have access to these fascinating and wonderful people and their story and get to listen to me as host of The Cure Is Conversation. Come share the joy, transparency, and the victory of success because you define your success and these stories, they will help you to see that, hey, you're already there. Just keep going. Look forward to being with you and sharing the stories with you. And you should believe that. We can do many things. Look at nature. Nature's trees, nature's animals, nature's air, nature's sun. Nature's doing everything. So we are a reflection of that. We are that manifestation from my perspective. We can do it all. Oh, Sequoia, what a beautiful conversation. Before we leave, is there anything you want to tell the audience before we signed out? Uh, yes, so yeah, go ahead, go to supportable.com, subscribe. If you want to get uh, the deck of the day, Diddy card game, which is the first of many, go to datingassassins.com, subscribe, and uh, yeah, and if you want to hear some spiritual stuff, go to blogthispodcast.com and check us out. And thanks to everyone for listening. Oh, thank you so much. And remember, the cure is conversation audience. If you're looking for love, and you've gone outside yourself, you've gone too far, start within and then let it resonate out. So take care of you and thank you, Sequoia, for being here. Take care and one love. And thank you for listening to today's podcast.
podcast. The Cure is the Conversation podcast is brought to you by BluntReflections.com, where mental health is the priority. Because the priority is you, and you deserve to be the best version of who you were meant to be. Today's guests share their stories and journeys and their insights in continuing that journey. So be sure to check out any links below if you'd like to continue that path on becoming the best version of you. I myself have been down that road and believe me, it is very difficult sometimes to find the support and information so you can become the best version of you. This is why I created The Cure Is Conversation. It will definitely lighten the load so you can see the best way forward. And when you have someone who you can trust or you feel comfortable with to have that conversation with, it is definitely empowering. So please check back weekly where I will feature guests who will help you move forward to becoming the best version of you. Greetings, I'm Queen Be Divine, blase, blase. This is the Cure Is Conversation, blase, blase. I do hope you are having a great day, blase, blase. Cause this is the Cure Is The Conversation, and listen to what we have to say. So sit back and listen to the guests. Blase, blase, as they share their story and insights. Blase, blase. I hope that it will help you find your own light. Blase, blase, cause the cure is the conversation. Blase, blase. So sit back and relax and listen.